Capital Market Insights from ICMA. In the ICMA quarterly report for the fourth quarter, the quarterly assessment is on the transition of legacy US dollar LIBOR bonds under English law. I'm Paul Richards, the Head of Market Practice and Regulatory Policy at ICMA. The scale of the transition from LIBOR to risk-free rates in dollars is much greater than in the other LIBOR currencies. The Alternative Reference Rates Committee in the US, the ARC, has estimated that around $5 trillion of remaining dollar LIBOR exposures beyond the 30th of June next year relate to cash products, including bonds under both US and English law. 30th of June next year is the date when panel bank dollar LIBOR is due to cease publication. There are almost as many legacy dollar LIBOR bonds under English law as under New York law by number, though the value under English law is much less. Market participants need to take stock of their back book and check their bond documentation as documentation for legacy dollar LIBOR bonds under English law and New York law is not the same. Legacy dollar LIBOR bonds under English law should be able to follow the same process of active transition through consent solicitation as for legacy sterling LIBOR bonds, though active transition of some international legacy dollar LIBOR bonds under English law is likely to be difficult as dollar LIBOR bonds tend to be more widely held around the world, given the dollar's international role. By contrast to English law, where active transition is feasible in many cases, active transition is not generally feasible for LIBOR bonds governed by US law, as their consent thresholds are commonly 100%. And federal US legislation has been introduced to enable many outstanding legacy dollar LIBOR bonds at the 30th of June next year to continue to reference a floating rate such as term SOFA plus a credit adjustment spread. That leaves the question of whether the UK authorities should follow the US, though by a different route under English law, by changing the methodology for panel bank dollar LIBOR to synthetic dollar LIBOR for legacy contracts, in other words, to term SOFA plus a credit adjustment spread. There's a strong case for providing synthetic dollar LIBOR for all legacy dollar LIBOR bonds outstanding at the 30th of June next year for two main reasons. The first is that there are many more legacy dollar LIBOR bonds under English law than in sterling where synthetic LIBOR has already been provided. Even though the cessation of panel bank dollar LIBOR is at a later date than sterling, it will not be feasible to complete the transition of dollar bonds under English law by the 30th of June next year, just as it was not feasible in the case of sterling LIBOR. The second reason is that synthetic dollar LIBOR with permission for its use in all legacy dollar LIBOR bonds, could ensure international alignment between the UK market and the US market for as long as synthetic dollar LIBOR continues to be published. 
giving more time for active transition of legacy dollar LIBOR bonds governed by English law with type one fallbacks to a fixed rate where this is feasible and more time for bonds to mature where it's not. The synthetic dollar LIBOR rate would need to be the same as or as close as possible to the rate expected under federal US legislation. In other words, term SOFA plus a credit adjustment spread. The provision of synthetic dollar LIBOR under English law would avoid an outcome in which many dollar LIBOR bonds under English law would fall back to a fixed rate on the 30th of June next year, when many dollar LIBOR bonds under US law would continue under federal US legislation to reference a floating rate. As with sterling, the provision of synthetic dollar LIBOR under English law should help to minimize the risk of market disruption and litigation. In its response to the recent FCA consultation on this in August, ICMA argued that synthetic dollar LIBOR is needed in the bond market for all outstanding legacy dollar LIBOR bonds governed by English and other non-US laws for the reasons set out in our quarterly report. The FCA is expected to respond to the consultation later this autumn. Thank you. Thank you for listening. For more ICMA podcasts and further information on capital markets, please visit our website, icmagroup.org.